to send them home. Time to go home there, boss. Oh, why didn't you just go home? That's your home! Are you too quick for your home? Hello and welcome back to the Off The Tips podcast, weekly pod number 14, uh, a big week at Bay Hill this week in the in the world of golf and on a side note, how good AC, a, a Warriors victory to kick off your weekend, that's always a, a great way to start, how was how your weekend mate? Great Cal, obviously a Warriors dub just gets me going for the weekend, uh, Always love it. Just get the hopes up for the rest of the year as well. But hey, I'm ready to just jump on that roller coaster. Oh, as am I. It's it's been a long time since I've seen a, a Warriors team defend their line with a bit of mana like that. I I, I really got around it. But hey, we'll we go again this weekend. Plenty of positives, I reckon. And I'm <laughs> I've already got on the point start against the Roosters. I thought plus twelve and a half was too good to turn down. Yeah, outstanding. How how was your weekend, mate? Cricket, golf, what what happened? Yeah, just cricket. And then Turkey was uh, closed for penance, I think, on Sunday. So didn't get out for a round of golf. What about you? Did you get out for a hit? Yeah, I, I, I did. I got out on Sunday just to, to be fair, a, a, just a dusty little little track, a little par 63. Just to kind of, just to kind of hone my craft a little bit it was pretty dusty, but no real big numbers. Just it was just pretty consistently average. It was yeah, the, the putting was the putting kind of came along as the round went on. It's amazing how how your touch just disappears when you haven't been playing. I just not that it was real evident, but while I was playing, but it was yeah, it's just. Geez, I, I had nothing around the greens, but it was it was good fun to get out there and yeah. Nice. Do you have a comp to any sort of course in New Zealand that like it to uh, remind you of anything? Not particularly. It was pretty dusty. It was yeah. So it would just be like a kind of it was kind of a glorified pitch and putt with a couple of par fours. Really, it was. All oh, right. Yeah. It was a. It was a bit average, but it was there was one hole that is the roguest hole I've like ever seen on a golf course. It was like you're teeing up from like up at the top of this hill, and it's like a like a massive cliff, like downhill par three, and just then there's just the harbour behind it. It was, but like you where you're teeing off from, you can't see the the green light so you can see it from the front of the tee box but then you walk back and you can't see the green and yeah oh wow it was weird i missed the green right and then the guys playing with just airmailed one into the harbor like which was (laughs) which was pretty pretty good to see but there was a lot of water around at bay hill this week and kurt kitiyama just holds off a pretty elite chasing pack to get the job done at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, his first PGA Tour win and a designated event. And he got to wear that cool red knitted sweater afterwards. <laughs> what, what, did, what did you think of the, the event this week? 
Yeah, obviously a great field was assembled. It was today was pretty fun to watch. It was there was just all sorts of carnage and you never really had any clue who was gonna win. Like when Spieth, I think he was four under through five and I was like, Oh, it's his tournament. Then he kinda of starts stumbling, then it looked like Rory might it might be the one for Rory. Then I was pretty sure Scheffler was gonna win. And then Kiriyama just steps up and makes a great birdie on 17. And that was kind of the clincher in the end. Yeah, it, it was. You it kind of almost thought he was dead and buried around when he hit that one out and kind of made a big number. And yeah, it was, it really ebbed and flowed. Like, Speed's hot start. I was like, oh, he's just going to. Well, no, I didn't think he was going to bolt away with it because you always know that he's he's levitating around that ejector seat button but it was yeah it was I, I really enjoyed it what I want to kind of ask you is do, do you like um Bay Hill not not particularly I I think it's a very average golf course to watch uh I don't know the par threes they stink like I think on Thursday I checked it and so the four par threes were 217 yards, 200 yards, 218 yards and 214 yards. But that's, to me, that's lacks a bit of variation and there's also no drivable par four, which I always kind of enjoy watching or even just a tricky short par four. It's kind of a bit of a bomber's paradise. Yeah, I, I can I can see what you mean. The the rough kind of around the greens is just so run of the mill. Like it's just there's just potential there to make it a little bit better. And I think what I'm glad they did is they let the greens get crispy on on the weekend. So it kind of that was pretty much the only fun part of watching really was guys just breathing on parts yeah just everyone seems to love Bay Hill I don't know if it's the Arnie effect but yeah it's to be fair it's interesting I'll correct myself a little bit saying it's a bomber's paradise is not really a great call because Hatton always plays well there and he's not a bomber but um it's just a bit like as you say the rough around the greens you know it just always, no matter kind of how you hit it, like if you're coming out of the rough, it will just end up a foot away off the green in the rough and then you just have to kind of get your 60 out and kind of bump, just like chunk and run it. It kind of, there was a lot of that, that you saw that shot so many times today. Yeah, there's not a whole heap of imagination going on at mm-hmm. Bay Hill when you're playing, which is what I quite like to see so do you it's obviously at at least the one thing that they do do kind of okay is the fact that the greens are so firm that it is the field hitting the fairway does become a bit of a premium to actually hold the greens yeah no you're definitely right it's it's an event with a whole heap of history but i kind of think this goes back to what you said last week could this be one of those events that they sub in and out of being a designated event? I think so. I think it definitely could be one of them. Whether they want to, 
I think that I doubt it. Kinda. I don't know. You? Do you think they would do it? Oh, I don't think it? they. I don't think yeah. they will do it. I think like this is for well, what Tiger made it, and obviously um, Arnold Palmer. It's like one of their flagship events. It kind of leads into a stretch of pretty big golf tournaments, and yeah, I I don't see them making any changes. So mm. yeah, it's it's hard to see. It didn't help that the coverage was pretty poor this week that never helps and then oh uh, so today was like i'd say poor but round three coverage like it was fucking horrific it was some like i turned the tv off because they were just showing people that just weren't they would it was just so weird they just it was like they were just showing irrelevant shots and they also weren't showing the build up to it. So you didn't get like the on course kind of caller trying to set the scene, like what do they have to do? What do they have to be wary of? They'd just show like an array of shots with no context. And you're just like, what is this? My my biggest gripe with the coverage is when they always just randomly pan to someone and you're like, oh, this person's obviously hold out or something. And then, yeah, they're just chipping in, like just this random shot around the green that's just, like you said, with no context, it, nine out of ten times they'll they'll be holding it like they don't just pan to someone chipping one to, to a foot. It's, it's yeah, like, yeah. And today, I guess to be fair, like it's a bit harder when you've just got people coming from everywhere, whereas quite often you know you'll you'll know probably in the back nine there's only going to be two or three in the tournament, and you can kind of focus on them. But today it was pretty it was pretty hectic. Yeah, it it was. It was probably a. I'd say it'd be a broadcasting nightmare. What was happening today? But I think while we're at it, like, okay, just a massive shout out to the Stones Kitayama show today because, you know, he's trying to win his first tour event, makes triple on nine, and just to, just steady the ship again and win. I reckon that was super impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Hard to argue with that, and I, I put out in our chat the night before uh, that I've never been more confident of someone not holding a fifty-four hole lead than I am about Kurt Kitayama tomorrow. And <laughs> hey, I, I was so wrong. He just yeah, like you said, the stones on the man were were impressive. And I, I did say to Cal. I did say I thought it was unlikely too, but I did say he was really impressive when he played in the final group with Rory at the CJ Cup, and I thought that would kind of hold him in decent stead. So, yeah, he was first in greens and reg this week and second in putting, so a great week for him, good on him. He had two OBs on the weekend as well. (laughs) Yeah. One thing I will say about him is how how good it is that he's gone about how he's gone about his professional career like had no success on the corn fairy tour and went over to japan asia and then ended up on the dp world tour and played really well and he kind of earned his tour card that way it just shows that there's Mm. different ways well there's more than one way to skin a cat like there's plenty of avenues to become 
a PGA Tour winner and look, he won $3.6 million today. So mm. good on him. No, good on him. Like, it's not the guy I wasn't. There's a few others that I definitely were rooting for before him, but you, you gotta, you gotta admire and give credit to the the gutsy show today. Yeah, absolutely. Rory today. What what were your thoughts on on him? Well, not just today, but but this week. I still think he's a little bit off, but there's definitely. He spoke after the round today, and it sounded like he's he's happy with the way his game's trending. Uh, so it's good signs heading to Augusta. Hopefully, he's just peaking. Yeah, but he was fortieth yeah. in putting this week. His putting's just still a little bit squirrely this year so far. But hopefully, it comes good. And it was actually interesting today as well. He said, so he got had a one shot lead on fourteen, but standing on fourteen t. But it happened really quickly, as you know, and. He actually didn't know he had a lead at that point. He thought he was still one or two back and went straight at the pin and short side himself and made bogey. So he did kind of regret that. That was a bit of a kind of, oh, not a bad break, but just something that he probably wished he'd known at the time. Well, yeah, that's interesting. I, I didn't I didn't hear him say that. So, yeah, that is quite interesting to hear. What do you think of him, mate? Do you think he's starting to kind of look back to his old self? Yeah, I think he's starting to look better. He's kind of just, just yeah, like you said, I hope he's just kind of getting on a tempo where he's just hits the ground running in Augusta. But I also don't want him to. Oh, there's gonna be there is gonna be so much pressure on him at at Augusta. I'd I'd act, I'd hate to know, like not only the outside noise, but he, I wonder what sort of pressure he kind of puts on himself at when he gets to majors nowadays. Cause, Oh, I just, it's going to be oh, the talk, he, isn't it? Yeah. He a hundred percent would put pressure on himself because he's one of those players where majors is what's going to change his legacy. Like he's already got, I don't know, I think late twenties PGA tour wins, probably like 15 DP tour wins. Like it's not going to, it's just the majors now, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. A good weekend for Foxy. F- finished in a well, T14 this T14. week. For, yeah. yeah. At, four, at four under. The, the flat stick turned up today on the, on the hardest day. Gained two and a half shots on the field. And yeah, just really, really good week. A little bit of a backdoor finish, but... Real solid. You you would have taken that from, from him at the start of the week. Absolutely. And you do see that a little bit in kind of US open kind of type setups where the, with the quick greens where someone can go out in the morning when they're a little bit less crunchy and, and post a score and they ended up end up kind of having people free-falling past them. Yeah, that was good. But that's a great his... result. Like 500K indeed, I think, something like that. Yeah, that's that's a good payday for, for for Foxy. He heads to the players next week. Hope hopefully he can just take take that form over there. Another good week for Jason Day two under on Sunday. T ten, just absolutely making a habit of that. And I think I think he's gonna pinch a big event. 
I think, yeah, I'd, I'd be shocked if he doesn't win a, at least one event by the end of the year, eh? Yeah. And you've got to well, think, so, even a PGA Tour event's got to be coming. Yeah. Just all but secured his ticket to Augusta this week as well. Like, I think I saw that he had to go, he would have to miss the cut at the players and go winless at the match play and have some other results not go his way to, to not be going to Augusta. So he's done really well to kind of get back in that situation. He was 175th in the world in September. So geez, he's just, he's played well. Yeah. We've, we've gone on about it, but it's just awesome to see. What about Tyrrell today? T4? Yeah. Just horses for courses. eh? He loves playing at Bay Hill. Uh, I didn't actually see a whole heap of his golf today. It was kind of, I kind of tuned in at five in the morning and then was kind of in and out of drifting off to sleep. But yeah, I. What What did you make of his his oh, performance he was, this week? He was so entertaining today. Oh, the amount of hand gestures when he was missing parts and he just looked miffed at every break today. <laughs> but yeah, I. Like I used to kind of be a little bit juries out on him, but I'm a I'm a big fan. I'm, he he just brings a bit of color to the game. There's one thing I reckon I was thinking about today is like how they don't credit like the DP wins when they put like things up. You know, like they're like talking about how he's got one tour win. But they're like yeah. if if I hadn't if I didn't know golf and I was turning it on, like you you think, oh, yeah, he's like a run-of-the-mill player. Like, no, he's top 25 in the world, like one six or seven times on the DP tour. Like, he's not – like, I feel like it just does them a disservice. Yep, I 100% agree. They used to do it on the WGC events as well, which is – which was co-sanctioned. Like, they'd put up but wins they, and it would – Yeah, but the DP yeah. do, tour do it as well. Like they, they'll only show DP wins when Rory and Ram go over, and I always think, oh, that's a bit of a disservice as well. Like I, yeah. I just think both tours should list your DP wins and PGA Tour, especially with their strategic alliance. Yeah, or you could you could just list them as you could just list worldwide wins in the side, and it can be where you've won all over the world. Like mm. I just don't, yeah, I. I, I agree with you on that. Uh, do we need to discuss Victor Hovland? Yes. <laughs> yeah. What was that today, really? Yeah. Oh, I know. Just been crying out for him to just turn up at a <laughs> when he has to, and he just he just hasn't done it for me yet. Like, jeez, he's just a, a twilight golfer on a Sunday. It's mm. hard to watch. And- I do think to be, he had three hole-outs, so his, his score was a bit flattering, I think. So I, I, I think the score was probably painting him in a light that he'd been playing a little bit better than he had. But still, I I was just, yeah, I was disappointed with what I saw today because I really root for the guy. I want him to do well, but I just, I don't know. He just seems like a little bit of a track man golfer to me. <laughs> yeah, like... What's kind of next for for him? Do we think like 
It's well, he's still young. I'm not giving up yeah. on him. He's I think he's no, no, twenty five, four. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I think he's he's probably top ten, fifteen in the world. So it's but it's just like the amount of times he puts himself there, he doesn't get it done enough. No, for the kind of quality of golfer he is, it's mm. it's a bit of a disservice to his record. But on the whole, do you think the the designated events are landing? I do. I've loved them this year. Just the fact, I just feel like you've got you've just got next. You've just got to have a stacked leaderboard, aren't you? Really, and that's all yeah. you can ask for. Absolutely, and it's like we said last week. It's there's an an avenue for guys like Kurt Kitayama to just have a good week, and mm. your life's changed virtually. Yeah, yeah, and um, like it, I think it also over the next couple of years it will allow for a few more storylines. Like, like let's say we see Max Homer and um, Raman the same in the final group a few more times, then maybe a little rivalry starts, you know? So I just think it you're just increasing your chances of that happening by having them all there. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. Kind of what did you you think of the the announcements at the kind of start of the week and then the absolute kind of shitstorm that, that created on Twitter with guys like Lee Westwood and Ian Poulter just going off on rogue tangents. Yeah, I oh, how do I, I I'm a big wait and see on this and just see how it pans out. But for those that don't know, effectively there's some of the designated events, and I think the key here is that not all are confirmed to go to a a no cut 70, 70 to seventy eight player field. I think it is. The no cut thing, it's not new though. Like, that's what I don't, I think people go over the top about. Like, playoffs aren't, CJ Cup isn't a cut, Zozo isn't a cut. Like, it's it's not like, the still majority of the tournaments on the tour will be cut events, but there's just going to be a few more that are no cut. Yeah. I. What are your thoughts on it? Well, well I, I don't love the adding more no-cut events. I know the WGCs and stuff were no-cuts, but I think you can do it differently. Like maybe you could add in a 54-hole cut and those guys still get a a paycheck. But I just think there's always just – there's too many guys that have just played themselves out of the tournament and come the weekend, it's you're just clogging up the the track. And I just think even though, yeah, the coverage will put – emphasis on the guys at the top of the leaderboard it's just still like yeah i don't think yeah, that we need more of it like the the events that are already no cut yeah absolutely fine but i just don't see the benefit in taking more events mm. that way so would you want to see a bigger field as well yeah i i like the the size of the field, like it doesn't have to be a massive field, like hundred to one twenty, and just cut it in half. Even if it's after 50, 54 holes, if if that's what you want to do. But hey, mm, I'm not going to lean anywhere too strongly yet. But I, the one thing I, Max Homer made a good point is 
say someone like Ricky is going to have to, he's 70th, I think, he's going to have to play himself into these events. So he's going to he's gonna go to the John Dares and those ones. Whereas if you say you do it 100, it'll weaken the other fields even more. That's why I reckon, I don't, like, I, I think it'll take them a while to find the perfect number, but that's why I don't mind the 70 because there's still some good players and names, like well-known names at that kind of level. Yeah, well, like it's not going to really up, upset me either way as well, but I just, yeah, my kind of first like thought is is what I've just said, but I'm also still very subject to change and open to mm. whatever they do as long as it is kind of benefiting the fans and, and benefiting the tour pros as well. Yeah, the other thought I had on it was if you've got a 70-player field, right, you, you're you not going to get those scenarios where, say, I wake up to watch, or oh, say I put the coverage on and Rory's already finished, like, or say Tiger's already finished. That's not going to happen with 70 because the everyone should probably be on the course at some stage in that, like, coverage window. If you might, yeah. Yeah, that... That makes sense too. To be fair, um, it, it, it's just it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out. And I think a lot of stuff I've seen as well is like people think that the seventy is like some popularity contest. No, like it's where you literally fit. Like it's going to be the top fifty on the FedEx Cup, and then the twenty at the bottom are going to churn out depending on how they're playing and have going to have to qualify in. But it's not like it's the PGA Tour hand-selecting like Liv do. It's going to be completely fair. It's going to be all on how you're playing. There will be some sponsors' exemptions, won't there? There's only three, though. There's only three, so it's fuck all. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah, that's all good. And, yeah, like, like we've said, just we've got to see where it goes. But hopefully everyone kind of keeps an, an open mind. Like I know Twitter's just been an absolute cesspit this mm. this last week but just guys like Westwood and Poulter just absolutely aren't helping yeah I I just hope that this DP strategic alliance doesn't just completely shit on them but I don't want to I don't want to throw stones until I see what happens yeah good call the New Zealand Open was played this week down in in Millbrook on the Remarkables and the Coronet course down there the biggest event and that this country or that New Zealand holds uh Brendan Jones 18 under 62 66 on the weekend to get his first PGA tour of Australasia win he's won truckloads of times on the Japan tour but just that 62 virtually just got him over the line, made the cut on the number, if I'm remembering correctly. But wasn't the greatest coverage in the world, but AC, did you catch much of the NZ Open? I watched bits and pieces. There was, I can't say like when I was watching, I was like super, super invested just because when I saw it, they had very limited coverage on the holes, like, and you really notice, like, you just get spoiled, like, the the lack of camera angles as well. 
Uh, like it's not, I'm not having a go at anyone. It's just a, it's a smaller tour, smaller product. But it's, yeah, it was different to watch. Yeah, it was. But it was. Me- it was probably it was it was good for the resources that they they would have yeah, to be fair. Exactly. Like yeah. Like if you even if you look at some of the like domestic sport that that's covered in this in New Zealand, it's like you just it just, it just is is what it is virtually. Like you're just not going to get all the mm. gun camera angles and stuff. But I I enjoyed watching it. I watched a, a little bit of it. It was it was good to see Stephen Alka out there playing, mm. probably the biggest name there, and he he probably would have been disappointed with with how he finished. He would have been really trying to win that in the form he's kind of been in. Yeah, for sure. I saw there was also like I saw some funny shit as well. Like there was there was some amateurs like stat getting in the way, like standing in people's lines. Like it was. <laughs> it was Watching the AMs play was almost funnier than the pros. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was. To be fair, I don't, I don't tune in to see the amateurs swinging the golf club. Me neither. There, there was some funny shit on the greens, like old blokes like, hitting four footers like ten feet by, and <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. It was. It was pretty classic. AC, your your punt went went oh. close. That yeah, would have been a 15. really nice. Yeah, that hurt. That, yeah. Uh, but hey, it was a, it was good fun to just ride it for for quite a while. Did you see that guy who hit two balls? Yeah, that that was pretty rogue. Eh? Like just, well, I, what was the outcome to that? Like, was it his ball that he hit down down the fairway, or was it his ball yeah. was the one? No, nah, his ball was the one that was flush. Yeah. Okay. Because that was. Yeah, I've never seen pretty, that ever. No, nah, neither. And I've donated some seeds to that tussock at Melbourne. It could have been one of one of ours. Yeah. Yeah, I did enjoy watching it from that perspective as well, knowing that you've played some of the holes. Yeah, I know you messaged me on eighteen saying, oh, on um, on Friday saying that that. 18th hole at the Remarkables, that green looks a lot smaller when you're playing it than it does on TV. <laughs> yeah. And I agree. Like, they were making it look easy. It was, it was a front pin, but I was like, I've stood over that shot and just shat myself. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, it's like a the 18th green's kind of like a semi kind of island. It's got like a, a moat sort of sort of thing around it. And Par it's three, about yeah. 170, but one, yeah, it's a... It's a tough shot after a kind of niggly stretch of holes. And what about we... your punts, mate? I, I want to have a little bit of a, a moan. I okay. I was just I, I'm going to say I was desperately unlucky this week. I had <laughs> <laughs> I had Rory second, Cantlay T four. I had Ben Campbell. He came second. I had Jason Day top ten, he snuck in, and then I had Fitz for a top ten, and he had a seventy six round three, and ended up finishing T fourteen. So man, I, I was I was so close. You you're burning edges, so yeah. yeah. Well, I had yeah I had the two guys I punted at the New Zealand Open didn't really didn't really scare it, and then yeah I had 
Jason Day top 10, which just snuck in and then it also Jason Day to win. So come out virtually just a bit better than even this week, but that keeps me, keeps me afloat and yeah, heading into players week. What, what should we do? This is just thinking on the fly. Should we, should we talk to the off the tips account holders and see if we can get an extra, extra 50 in the kitty for, for players week? Yep. I think that's a great idea. I reckon let's, let's use a hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah. We'll make that decision now we're 100 bucks this week for the players and we'll, mm, we'll lock, it in. <laughs> lock it in and we'll hopefully a big collect comes in for the fellas because we we are we are desperate mm, yeah should we do just 200 before, for the majors yeah 200 for the majors let's just rip in just get after it um uh, just one other thing ludwig he T twenty eight. He played great. Let's. I want to see him on a Ryder Cup team. When does he? When's he going to turn pro? I don't know. He's freaking good. So I think he'd be honestly worth just throwing in the mixer. Hey, could could happen. So I say we're heading into players' week this week. Wanna we? In a stretch of really big events over in, in America coming up, which is great. Obviously, you will be looking forward to the players, but who are your contenders? And who I want you to throw out a big name that's going to miss the cut for me. Oh, uh, yeah, obviously a big fan of this week. Oh, you've put me on the spot. Hang on. Uh, Colin Morikawa, he missed the cut this week. So, is that really a big call? Uh, yeah, I reckon it's a it's a fairly big call. There's not much in that really, other than he missed the cut this week. So, don't don't punt that. Did. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I reckon this probably isn't a big call. Either. I reckon I'd... we're going to see big performances from the same guys that we see regularly. Well, we saw this week, but I think I think Speed's going to miss the cut this week. Okay, that's 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 my my thoughts. But Tiger doesn't commit to the players this week, which was probably everyone could probably see that coming. He he's just mm. priming himself for Augusta, really. Yeah, I thought the turnaround would be too quick. Hey, the groups came out today and Scheffler, Ram, and Rory are playing together. You beauty. It's outstanding. What times that are they off in New Zealand? I haven't looked that up. You've really put me on the spot there. Don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm hoping think... we get a future a feature group channel on it though. That'd be good. Yeah. Well, I did it for work today. I kind of I had to narrow down some of the TV times to get an article out online and the feature group coverage here starts at 11 30 and so that'd be about 1 30 a.m new zealand time so and then but then there's also more feature group coverage starting at about 
4 a.m. our time, so oh, about okay. 6 yeah. in the morning. So there, it's going to be plenty of coverage, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> what I'm not looking forward to is the commotion around the 17th hole. What do you think it's too much? Yeah, it just gets done to death. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a weird. Tell you what, it's so stressful though when you you watch your like if you're rooting for someone, and they stand on that seventeenth tee. It's it's so fun to watch, but also so stressful. Yeah, I can't actually imagine how how hard that'd be <laughs> to try. And it, the worst for me would be eighteen t. That is like terrifying. Oh yeah, my my left misc not good there. Yeah. Oh, that would be. Uh, they, they all say that's the harder shot, and yeah. it doesn't surprise me. It looks horrific. Oh well, yeah. I, I'm 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 really looking forward to this week. I've got two blokes circled as as my winners, and we'll see them in my punts on Wednesday. I think. Two guys I've kind of stuck true with all year. I think Max Homer or Jason Day get it done this week at the players. Okay. Yeah, I, so I don't mind it. It's hard to argue with it. It is though, but both in really good touch. So hopefully it's hopefully one of those lands that I'm going cock a hoot. Yeah. Right. We'll just we'll move into our our playoff holes. Probably need to wrap this pot up soon. It's about 40 degrees in Sydney and I'm sitting in a real sauna-like box. But <laughs> but teeing off this week. AC, want to tee one up? Yeah, so my teeing off and tough scene actually just falls kind of into the same thing. So... Um, I copped a fine on Saturday night uh, and basically, as you do often, I um, I had a drink in the Uber, about half a pal, and um, probably the time I'd fit, like maybe, oh, I was probably about a quarter and I there was a rubbish bin and I, so I got out of the Uber out in front of the house, I was about to go put it in the rubbish bin and a cop sees me. And just finds me 250 slides for having a having a can in public. And I tried to kind of reason with them that I was going in the rubbish bin. And then they were trying to tell me that um, it was because that I can't drink on public transport either. Well, I'm pretty sure an Uber isn't public transport. No, I, I'd say it's not. Yeah. Oh. I was pretty yeah. fired up about it. Like, there's plenty going on in the world, and you're gonna find someone 250 bucks. And like, I wasn't even that pissed. I genuinely wasn't. Like, no, oh. I I can't say that about myself all the time rolling up into town. <laughs> but this time, I was I was genuinely pretty sober. Oh, that is the worst. Yeah, no. And I just to... remember the whole night, you know, like I was just thinking about, I was telling everyone I could find about it too, as yeah. as I can be. What's the process when you're getting fined like that? Is it like a photo of your ID? Yeah, so she asked for my ID, put all my details in, and then she took a photo of the can. Don't know why yeah. she needs to do that. Maybe just so you can't fight it. Um, and then... 
And you should grab it out of the bin. No, I didn't get to the bin. Oh. Um, and then she, well, she, and then she just what? Yeah, they're sending it to. In the mail, can't wait for the day that arrives. Yeah, that's that's a that's hopefully you have a collect on the players. Well, pay, I was hoping being Campbell, some. I had a bit on my own account, ten bucks at forty one dollars. I was like, that would just make my day on a Sunday just to pay that fine off, but it didn't happen. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm turning off on something that yeah I saw on Saturday night had a. Had a bit of a shindig on Saturday night, went out, got amongst it and on the Manly Corso and just people wearing sunglasses inside at night. Just what's happening with that? That's Yeah, that's I I'm find it pretty about. punishing behaviour. I really do. Like if you've ever worn sunglasses in the dark, like it's pretty hard to see. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just what? Well, hey, I, that's that's what I'm turning off about. Just yeah, and now sh- like, and you know how bouncers like are real fussy about what shirt you wear and shoes and stuff, and then you're allowed to wear sunglasses in pitch black. Like, how's yeah, that work? D- Dave's allowed to walk in with his dirty dogs on, and you're just and you're gonna ping me for white shoes. In what world is does that stand up? But hey, wasn't me. So, <laughs> do you have a tough scene this week? No, as I said, my tough scene's kind of the a combination. Oh yeah, that's right. That, yeah. Do you have a tough my, scene, mate? Yeah, I have a tough scene. Uh, one of AC and I's good mates, uh, Barry, was on his on his scooter on the way to way to work today, and had a run in with a with a rock and has has gone over the over the handlebars with a, a tuck and roll and landed on the shoulder and he's he's in a sling. So that's my tough scene, but I just kinda of want to talk to you about it, AC. Like yeah, feel for the guy, but geez, that would have been if you were driving past, that would have been funny to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bloke in like, his dress that shirt. Part of... <laughs> I'm just trying to picture it in my head, like, did he have a backpack on? Like, well, yeah. Sort of. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, I felt for him, but I also was giggling. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not too serious. Yeah, we need him at the Hillary Cup. Yeah, we, we Need do. his presence. <laughs> yeah. Just a couple of – we'll just add on from our listener takes from, from last week that we didn't get to. This is – for those of you that didn't tune in, we did. If you were in charge for a day, what would you change about golf? Could be recreational, could be professional. And Easy Bogey said, you can lift clean in place if your ball's lying in a divot. Nah, I'm not, I don't, I don't agree with that. I, th- I, I reckon one of the coolest things about golf is just the rub of the green. Uh, you get good shit happen and then you get rough stuff like that, but that's just, you just got to roll with the punches. You, Cal, what do you think? No, I I'm kind of the same. Definitely on the professional level, but yeah. 
to be fair, normally if you hit your ball on a in a divot at your local, it's you if you're on the fairway, you're getting lift clean in place anyway. So it doesn't really affect the recreational golfer as much. But yeah, professional game, no. Maybe if you're like a if you're like a sub twelve handicap, no. But if you're above, then yes. Yeah, well, you see pros get good breaks all the time as well. So if if they're in a divot, they can normally deal with it too anyway. They hit it so flush that it doesn't like it. Yes, it makes it a bit harder, but they normally pull it off anyway. <laughs> we got one from Thomas. Cal banned from playing Pro V ones. Oh, <laughs> cop that! Cop that! That's a spray in it. Um, <laughs> are you gonna answer that? What? What are you? Well, like I don't, I don't know. I don't know why that. I don't I don't really even play Pro V ones that often unless I need to buy a sleeve from the pro shop. I'm normally a, a Chrome Soft kind of, kind of guy, but hey. If that's what he thinks, then that's hey mate, he, he's he's entitled to it. <laughs> this one's from Thomas. Another another Thomas. Angry people thinking they own the place. Presuming they're talking about some grumpy members that walk around the golf course thinking they own it i don't know he didn't really give it a solution to what he changed but hey you get those guys everywhere man it's just yeah like what no do one you like do? no one <laughs> likes them so but yeah, yeah. What, what, can you, what can you do maybe they just need to make a golf course just for old grumpy people like yeah they can just have their own little, they can have their own little community yeah, maybe you have to do a questionnaire before <laughs> you join up. And if like, does this piss you off? And if it does, yeah, you, you can be part of this course. Yeah, mm. I, I know. See, to to me, it's quite often it's not the old people that are. It's like middle aged men that are the, like that are yeah, the worst. I that just get on their, That's yeah. They just get on their high horse and just spray her. Like, oh, please, mate. Hmm. We just we're all here for the same reason. Just just enjoy yourself. Yeah, completely agree. Well, mate, we better we better wrap this up. Um, feel like I've I've been in a sauna for the last forty five minutes. I'm going to have to turn the shower on cold and get after it. This there's a heat wave that's hit Sydney, and geez, I'm just it's, it's been tough. So. Mate, appreciate your time this week and can't wait for wait for the players and to all the listeners out there that were asking about the course Nuffy Seri that was supposed to go out on Sunday. Yeah, that that was my bad. Forgot. And it's it's gonna be out on Thursday. So keep your eyes peeled for that and AC, I'll catch you next time. Go well, brother. I'm gonna have a punt hit this week. Let's just have a massive collect. Are you too quick for your-